Okay, so today's stars, Stephen Curry, LeBron James, James Harden, Kevin Durant, all these players, how would they perform in different eras of the NBA? I mean, you've got the 60s or 70s where there is no three-point line, but there is a massive amount of possessions per game. You've got the 90s where possessions are at their lowest. Defense is at its tightest, but there is a three-point line. And hand-checking is a thing, and zone defense is not. So how would some of these players perform in each of these eras? Now, our first star to talk about is Stephen Curry. Okay, so Millen, in short, what era do you think Curry would best perform in and why? Well, honestly, I think um, from 73, 76, when the three-point line was introduced, all the way up until 80. And that's because at that time, NBA players, more than 80% of the points came from in the paint or almost there. So all the scoring was there and also all the point guards and shooting guards, they were well adjusted to, to not guarding too heavily on the perimeter and like clogging the paint. Just so like, because they had no need to because shooting was the liability until like the three-point line was introduced. So Steph Curry, he would first murder the league, like, because nobody would know how to stop him, obviously, because like they've never seen a guy huck up threes and they've never even seen the three-point line in the first place, you know? But later on, probably like four years later, NBA players would start to catch on and more players would be doing what he does. And then I think that he would still just be accelerating the league so much you'll be taking the game to a complete to complete like new level just just flat out elevating the game so I think that he would do really well in the late 70s to 80s Sachin what about you I don't know I think the 60s to 70 arrows is not really his time or sorry you said 70s to 80s um that's that's like completely different from the 60s I'd say because that's like um what is it Bill Russell, Wilt Chamberlain's Hayes before like Kareem and the more organized game, right? Um, this is where like we can't really track uh, box scores that well. Not all statistics that we have today are there. But if we're talking about 70s and 80s, I still don't really know. You, you might have a point. Um, I think they were at an all-time high possessions once reached like 115 per game as, as opposed to like the 100 per game right now. Uh, so they were at an all-time high in roughly the mid-60s. Uh, but I think Curry wouldn't perform as well there as he would in the 90s. Now, here is my reasoning for that. Yes, there are less possessions in the 90s. And yes, there is tighter defense in the 90s. Because nowadays, really all the NBA players care about is like um, offense, right? Like, I don't care about my defense. As long as my offense is better than yours, I'll be fine. And that's essentially the logic that a lot of teams are going into today. And even if that's not um, what everybody goes by, even if some teams do focus on defense, for the majority part, the league has diminished in their defense. Uh, But zone defense was not a thing at the time. Zone defense was illegal. So this means... It had to be man-to-man. That mean, like, you could either commit to a double team 
or you could just stick with one man, right? And you could just have everybody guarding one specific person and have that alternate on the other side when you're on either defense or offense or vice versa, right? But if you don't have zone defense, there is no way to stop Stephen Curry. If it's man-to-man, he will just cook you and then shoot the three-point line, which, by the way, exists at this at this current point in time, right? So Stephen Curry has complete advantage. We all know his capabilities in a one-on-one situation, right? Especially when he is at the perimeter. So I think that he would most excel in this era where you cannot have zone defenses and you cannot just quadruple team Curry or whatever. Because keep in mind, he is an avid passer too. He does not put up shameful assist numbers. This guy is not afraid to pass the ball to a teammate who is open and a teammate that he knows can make the shot, right? So if you want to fully commit to him and then guard like three people on him, leave a couple open, and then Curry's just going to give them easy buckets, there's no way that they do that. But in 1v1, he's a complete monster, and no one can guard him. Big or small, uh, or sorry, big or tall, or small or tall, uh, uh, fast or slow, it doesn't matter. He will still destroy you. So I think that this would be a great era for Curry for that very reason, right? And uh, he does have a very good layup package, I'm not going to deny that, but um, he definitely does rely on his three-point quite a bit, but that works to his advantage because hand-checking won't be much of an issue with that. Also, his off-ball skills are insanely good, right? And if it's man-to-man versus zone defense, you can't have somebody constantly on him when he's doing when he's putting in an entire marathon pretty much per game in his off-ball, uh, which is very underrated factor in uh, his game. And many people don't understand that he gets his open shots by going off ball so much, right? So if it's only man-to-man and there's no zone, then that's going to be huge for him. And he'll be able to get much more open shots. So that's kind of my reasoning behind that. But next we have LeBron James. So, Millen, what do you feel on LeBron James? What area do you think he would most succeed in uh, and why? And we'll go by, like, large areas. Like, we'll do... Um, all the way from like the 60s to the 80s and we can say like the 90s to early 2000s and so on and then 2010s till present so going off of those eras what do you think uh, LeBron James would best succeed in honestly I think that LeBron is one of those players that could succeed in literally every era as we've seen he's like he's developed his shooting motion He's now a deadly shooter who can score on all levels of the court. He can, he can be physical, he can finesse defenders, and he can pass the ball better than most, than most people in the league. So she is, so sorry, he is ab- absolutely amazing at just everything on the court. So when you think about eras and like what they were known for, the 60s and 70s was known for like really good ball hand, ball movement, you know? lots of passing and lots of inside games so he would obviously succeed succeed in that not only being the distributor but also the one who's like who's getting the ball and then the 70s to 80s he would definitely because that was when the game started to get more physical and that is um and that's where LeBron would would succeed in he's he's physical he's strong he spends like a million dollars on his body every year. So, I mean, he would he would be one of the most physical players there. 
he would be a menace on offense and defense. And 80s to 90s, I think that this would be the best year for the best time for LeBron. And that's because of the teams. And obviously he would be a monster, but in the 90s, NBA players, they didn't swap around as much as they did then. So what LeBron would probably do is he would get one good team and he would stick with them. He would do what MJ did. He would, he would get drafted by a team and he would probably stick with them for his entire career and maybe get traded at the end because that's what a lot of players did. So personally, I think that LeBron would do really well in every single era. Sachin, what about you? I, I completely agree with that statement. I mean, LeBron, the main thing that makes, that enables him to do well in all these eras is his well-roundedness, right? I mean, he's got an insane inside game, right? He can, he can shoot from the perimeter very well. His mid-range, his mid-range game is deadly. He's got layups and he's got dunks. On defense, he's got good perimeter defense. He is very fast. As you said, he is very strong, too. He's got, he can do blocks. He can do steals. I mean, his chase down is legendary. I mean, he really has the whole package, right? He can do anything on the court that he wants to. And with his size, he's not hes not like seven foot seven, but he's also not five foot three, right? He is in a really nice balance, right? At six foot nine, he can do anything. He can play any position on the court too. He could be like a Ben Wallace at center, right? And playing a six foot nine center. He could also be a point guard like Ben Simmons, who isn't his exact height, but like you get the idea, a tall point guard who's can, who can slash. I mean, he is so well-rounded and he is perfectly fit for any position on the court at any point in time. And he can do any job on the court too. That is the main thing. And that's what enables him to play so amazing in any sort of era that he wants to. So, I mean, I completely agree with that statement. Uh, but yeah, on to our next player, which is Kevin Durant, a unicorn in all eras. Which one do you think he'd perform best in, Milan? Um, this is tough, but I think the 2000 to 2010, and and a lot of people could argue that that's the era that he's played in, but actually, it's not. He only played two years in that era, yeah. And as we know, that was one of the best seven, right. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, so, like, two, three years in that era. And so that era is mostly defined as the Kobe Bryant, Shaquille O'Neal era. So that's, like, when those players started, also Allen Iverson. So I think that he would fit in beautifully in that league as, yeah, that was, and this is when the game started to get less physical and not, and more, like, and more skill-based. And by the way, I'm not dissing, like, I'm not saying that, like, the players back then didn't have any skill, but, like, you know what I mean, right? It wasn't as physical. So I think that that would be his best era because Kevin Durant, while he is very skinny, we know that he can, that he can play really good defense and he can be a physical offense player when he wants to be. So I think that that would be his best era. Sachin, what do you think? No, no, I totally agree. I mean, I think that Kevin Durant can also perform in most eras fairly well because, once again, he is a fairly well-rounded player. I don't think he'd perform as well as LeBron, right? Uh, But he has an amazing shooting game. He can definitely make his way in the 90s. I mean, he's got an amazing slashing game, too. 
And once again, he is a unicorn. He can shoot from anywhere on the court, and yet he is so tall, right? So he gets all of the advantages of his height while not getting any of the disadvantages from being that tall, right? I mean, we've seen, especially in the older eras, the taller players can't really shoot that well. And Kevin Durant completely defies that, hence why he is called a unicorn. So I, I say that Kevin Durant can survive in pretty much any era. Uh, in those earlier ones, I'd say he can put up really solid numbers. He's great at rebounding. He's great at getting uh, easy buckets. Um, in the later eras, in like the 90s and stuff, once again, it's kind of like what I said with Curry. He's a 1v1 monster, and in a man-to-man game, he is going to absolutely destroy everybody that he comes across, uh, right? And him even more, I'd actually argue. Uh, I would pick him in a 1v1 over Curry, not because he's a better shooter than Curry or something like that, or not because I think overall he's a better team player, but I'd say he's a better 1v1 player because of his sheer size, his capability, his ability to drive to the basket and yet still hit shots from deep. He is a 1v1 monster. So... I think that he would succeed in pretty much any era. And he's obviously succeeding in this current era too. So that doesn't even need to be mentioned. Um, But Melon, what about somebody who doesn't have the same height as Kevin Durant, who definitely has a very solid slashing game, uh, but not like a LeBron James level, and has really, really upped his game, in my opinion, in recent, uh, recent year. And that is James Harden. How do you think James Harden will do in all of these eras? Which one do you think will be his best? Um, I would say 20, probably 2010 to 2020. I, I'm sorry, but I just can't see him playing in any other era. No, no, that's totally, totally agreeable. Yeah. I don't think that there's anything, any era that can suit him. And, and I'm not insulting it. I'm saying that his game is perfectly modeled for today's NBA. So I just, I don't, I don't see any needs. I don't see any errors that can fit his play style. 90s, he would get completely bodied and clamped. Oh, I mean, no, I get what you're saying. You're saying like, and this, this is like the idea. That's why it's not meant to be an insult because this was intentional from Harden. He, intendedly decided to say okay well I'm going to model my game to best fit this era and he looked at this era and he saw not too much defense was being played we were relying a lot on the three-point shot right and then I mean fast-paced game you know fairly decent possessions and he looked at that game and he modeled his to perfectly fit that right and he made sure to you know Taylor make his own game so that he could best succeed in this current era. And I think putting him in any different eras where defense is not the same, offense is not the same. Sometimes even the rules are not the same, you know, depending on how far back we're going into like the sixties and whatnot. Right. So I don't think Harden would succeed in any other era as well as this one, not because I, I consider him a bad player or not because I consider him not as well-rounded or, you know, needs some areas of work but because he intentionally made his game to fit this era and no others, right? So I completely agree with you on that one. But Millen, are there any other stars that you'd like to talk about? Um, yeah, and I actually like you to talk about it. So 
Um, how about Kyrie Irving? As you know, he's one of the most he's one of the oh, most yes. players. How could but I ever forget this... about World Be Flat? <laughs> yeah, so will it will World Be Flat? Will his game translate to other eras, or is it like James Harden, perfect for this era of basketball? Now, I would say that it's best fit for this current era, but it's not as much uh, like James Harden. It's kind of like a hundred to zero to zero, right? He would hundred percent fit in this era, and not exactly zero, but you get the idea. He is most definitely made to fit this era above other eras. Uh, Kyrie Irving would definitely uh, play better in this era, I think, than like in the '90s or in the '60s. I completely would agree with that statement, but I think it's a little bit more of a gray area with him, right? Not that it's not distinguishable, but it's a bit more of a gray area with him. You can definitely tell. He'd definitely be able to make his way in the 90s because his ISO game, right? His ISO game that relies in mid-range and also his layup package, I think. And once again, factoring in that uh, there was man-to-man defense mainly in the 90s, right? And yes, there was hand-checking and pretty ruthless defense, but him and his insane handles could pick apart whoever he's whoever he's getting defended by, right? And blow past them for a layup or pull up, fade away from the mid-range, right? So it's not like he would do horribly. It's not like he'd do poorly in the 90s, right? And in the 60s, I'm sure he'd still be a really solid player. Uh, but I think that his game is still best fit for this modern era that relies a lot more on scoring and a lot less on defense, which I do not consider his defense nearly as good as his offense, right? He is ma- he's pretty much fit for the ISO, right? And especially with his handles, he is just made to have that one-on-one time. And I think in the 90s, he'd get plenty of that, right? He kind of strikes me as a little bit of an Iverson with pretty crazy layup package, can post up some insane box scores, handles are off the mark, and he can score whenever needed. So, I don't know. But, Millen, what do you think on that? I think that that is a great take. And, well, that is the Daily Post podcast, and we will see you guys next week. Okay. Hello, and welcome to the Daily Post podcast, Touching it down, Millen Bandari. But we will be talking about all the things worth talking about in the magical world of the NBA. I'm your co-host, Mel Bandari. And I'm Sutton Zhao. And in today's episode, we are going to be talking about the today's superstars. And we're going to talk about how they would perform in these different eras. All right, let's get into it. <laughs>